Alright, so I'm back here with Aaron. This is Undy and Aaron. And we are um, historians. We are um, philanthropists. We are entrepreneurs. And we're just talking today. We're thinking about this being Black History Month. And uh, really talking about what does black history mean. And, uh, you know, I think when I think about black history, I think about where we are today and how did we get from to where we are today. And black, when when I talk about black people, I'm referring to descendants of slaves. However, twice removed. So I'm going into this period where, you know, the slaves were set free. Okay. And there were so many financial assets tied into slavery. And I wanted to understand, really, where did these assets go? Did they just go away? Because I know one thing about um, corporate America is there's no way they're just going to let assets just disappear. <laughs> Especially the, the amount and of assets that were tied into slavery. Okay. So <clears throat> with slavery... I, I was thinking about what was the creative way that they went through, that they put in place to be able to somehow keep those assets from becoming debunked. And uh, I'm here with Aaron, and Aaron's going to talk a little bit about how that happened, and uh, and it happened through sharecropping. Mm-hmm. And essentially, you you go from a, a from having slaves who are they pay nothing and they get nothing to sharecroppers who now are paying rent paying for other expenses room and board um but they're given land to to crop on uh to plant you know to crop and to work okay so essentially now you have a, a you go from a a slave to now a working man okay this is kind of how the shift of the psychology of the descendants of slaves. You go from a slave to a working man. Okay. So now as a working man, <clears throat> you're essentially working on the same land that you were working on when you were a slave. Okay. But now you've come to the cocoon. You, you, someone, a man has come to you and said, hey, okay, you are now a free slave. I want I I see you out here struggling. You don't really have any opportunities. Come and work for me, okay? I'm gonna ha- I have I have some land that I need help with. I give you you know I pay you, um, and and you you know and you can you know you can afford your room and you can afford your you know to feed your family. And so the slaves say, okay, well uh, that sounds good. And so what you have is now a sharecropper. Uh, uh, the the person who who now is leasing the the, the land to the sharecropper who now he, the share the, the the former slave has room and board okay because he's making money to pay that but this is the thing the same person that he's paying the room and board to are the same people that are paying their wages. So how do you oppress a people? You say your room and board 
is five dollars, but we only gonna pay you four fifty. But we have loan programs. We know you know. We know you're a good worker. We're gonna work with you. Don't worry about if you're gonna do on default. How do you oppress the people? I'm just gonna interject. Okay. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it give the phone to to Erin. She's ready to go. I got her all riled up. Well, first <laughs> of all, I just wanna have historical accuracy. Okay. It was not in a nice way. It was basically, hey, we're holding all of the cards here, either do this or get on. A lot of it was done through control Mm -hmm. during um, the implementation of um, Jim Crow laws. Mm 